Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Karosh at the Weekly DLC Podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel Vargas. Hey. And Daniel Jang. Hello. And what we do is we come to you, the viewers, in our podcast, on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, you name it, we're there. And we pick topics each week. We sit down, have a discussion about those topics. And they can range anywhere from comics, nerdy stuff, board games, video games, movies, you name it, we talk about it. And we have a fun time. We hope you enjoy it. How you guys been? Been doing good. Yeah? Very good. Very good. What, guys been, what have you guys been up to? <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about this guy. <laughs> so I've been watching your stream a lot more lately. And it's, I've been very, I can say this, I'm very entertained. So you said at three minutes and 30 seconds. What did I say that? No, I thought it, it was the yeah, I, it was, So you were playing Uncharted right now. Uh-huh. And it was the, you. I was looking back at the the first night you started it where you're picking the difficulty. Uh-huh. And you're like, you had such optimism. <laughs> and that was when I was, such, I was like, I wanted to edit it, but I didn't have the tools to be quickly responding, replying it to uh-huh. it. But I wanted to be like, man, I'm going to do this on crushing because that... Is that's how I'm gonna get the platinum? And you said with like this big smile, and I wanted it to freeze and be like, it was at this moment he knew he <laughs> fucked in, up. Zooms into my face, <laughs> and then it's just like a montage of just like all your deaths oh, later. That would be that shit. That would be Like you know the videos where it's like I think I've seen it mostly with dogs. Um, they show the dog like with this tra- traumatic yeah. face and you just see like flashes of like war <laughs> I want to see like yours where it's just like you going oh sh-, like you're just gazing is that the, the dog where like they're off like they have cupcakes <laughs> and oh, they're taking away and you're just like what <laughs> and then war starts happening and he's like this is how war starts <laughs> pretty so much that's the vibe I got <laughs> oh. Yeah, how's how's it going as a streamer though? Like your viewerships, I mean, I'm I haven't I've only chimed in once in a while, but now mm-hmm. I'm like I'll be playing my games while I watch you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Feels like it's pretty active. Like it's yeah, it's there's game loyalists, people yeah. who only watch certain game, they'll leave after I stop playing a game. But then there are I have a handful of like loyal followers okay. that watch whatever. But that's that's all you need. I mean, but, from there they just Snowballs. You missed out. One of my followers is like, please lower the difficulty. He was like pleading with me. He's like, there, please. Yeah, there are some people I've seen like, for God's sakes, like just use whatever cheat you need to use. <laughs> Changes the goddamn thing. So yeah, we're, I was playing this thing called the Blue Room for those who play Uncharted. Fuck that room, dude. So yeah, that's the hardest part in that game. That's I mean, what wait till you, you get further. You And they, there's an exploit. It took me three hours and I failed every single time. Did the exploit, beat it in the second try. So here's the thing about this game. Well, games in general. I feel like playing on these ridiculous difficulties changes completely your experience. Like, mm-hmm. how much of the story versus the gameplay are you focused on? Because I feel like Uncharted as a franchise mm-hmm. is very story-driven. Mm-hmm. The gameplay is fun, but it's mostly like the cool cutscene stuff. Mm-hmm. It does. If watching the stream, you're spending like four hours in a just one encounter. Yeah. Like, how, do you think it's gonna? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I must be a masochist because I, I have fun with it. Okay, it's like just no, to, it's no, to, no yeah. knock on how to play it. It's just, uh, yeah, I was good. But yeah, I think the story is awesome, and actually, the writing, Naughty Dog's writing, is a tremendous dude. Last of Us. And yeah, it's interesting seeing Uncharted. him going from. One of the pinnacles that they did to one of their old, their original of their new like stuff, like going from Last of Us, which was after one, two, and three of Uncharted, mm-hmm. and then coming back and doing Uncharted one, and it's like you can hop, you can do all these different <laughs> mechanics. So cool. 
Any uh, up, like future things people should watch out for if they're watching a stream? Bully too. I mean, no, not bully. Bully. Yeah. Bully. So is that after this one or yeah, after all the? I don't want to like play just a straight through of Uncharted. I want to do breaks in between. So. Oh really? Okay. Bully's the next game. Okay. What about you, Vargas? What are you been up to? Me, uh, I've been watching streams. Mainly Injustice 2. Yeah. I'm running to buy. Mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just know I'm not going to play. I just. It, it Surge. I stopped playing. Are you finishing? <laughs> not even close. Why? It's just. It's just I, I lose interest very quickly. I, I want to move on to a, a new thing right away. Yeah, I know that feeling. It's, it's like a sensation. Yeah, and so that's why I haven't been buying a lot of games. I've just can, kind of been trying to stick with what I have. Mm -hmm. But Do you have a backlog? I have a huge, like Steam, my Steam library, uh, one game that I, I started playing again and was getting frustrated again with, um, Star Wars The Force Unleashed. Really? Oh, yeah. Sure. Are you playing on Brutal Difficulty? No, I was playing on regular, <laughs> but there's, there's, so there's a state, so getting hit makes you flinch. Okay. And it doesn't make you invincible, like falling on the ground doesn't make you invincible. Oh, so you can keep taking damage. So you can keep taking damage. Oh, so there's there's a level that I'm on, and it's so funny. I was like, I wonder how come I haven't been playing this game. Load it up, <laughs> get in this level. I was like, I remember exactly why I don't play this game. So it pretty much like you start with the level, and it's like a swamp marsh area. Okay. And it just says get to the end or whatever. Like that's kind of your objective. Uh, get to the end of the swamp area. So you start out, and like there's these unlimited amount of these blue guys that come out that'll like hit you with stabs, or they'll throw like a little like ball of of power at you. Easy, easy, kind of annoying, but easy, essentially. Okay. And then there's this giant-ass dude that's being ridden by one of them, like it's a shaman guy. Mm. Um, I can't, you cannot sit on the ground and attack him. So I, like, I lightning him, and it does very little damage to him. I'll just waste my whole entire lightning on, charge on him, and then I'll just wait until it recharges, and I'll do it again. I'll wait until it recharges, do it again. Um, but if I get hit by them, like, if I get caught in, in like, their range... My guy flies crazy out, and then the guy will just walk over. And before I'm getting up, the small guys will just whack me, and I'm like, oh. "This is super." Like my, my health goes like goes down to a quarter, you know. Damn. And it's like I can't hit anymore at, at that point. Okay. Um, and there's three giant guys that you have to kill. So oh, I kill so one guy. One. I kill one guy, and the way you kill him is if you get him down enough, um, then it plays a like a quick time event where so you like kill God of War. Yeah, God of War. And then if you kill him in that sense, you get a shit ton of health back. Mm. Oh, uh, like okay. it drops so you, orbs. You, okay. yeah, and if I kill him like another way, I think I, I just get more XP. But that's really, really like difficult. So okay. I just finish him off with the quick time. And then but when I do the quick time, it throws me to where he's supposed to be. So even though I dragged him to like a safe spot, when I do the quick time, I appear next to another giant guy. So oh. he immediately just starts whacking yeah. the shit at me. Kill that guy. So you're and on then the third I, one. A third, and then I'm on the third one. I kill that guy. And then for some reason, there's like a shaman hidden somewhere who's buffing up these little guys. <laughs> and they're really they're red. And I don't think it can hurt them when they're red. So I have to rush to that shaman guy and kill him. And for some reason, I've it's hard for me to get to this point already. Okay. I've done it like three times and I'll freaking die to the small guy. I think I get too overconfident. Uh, I'm like, easy, done, and then they kill me. And I'm uh, like, and it starts all over defeated. back to having to fight the three giant guys that's again. That's brutal. So, and I've been stuck on that. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stop playing again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I still stuck on that part. So, you're sort of like in limbo right now, huh? For that one, yeah. So, but um, you've been enjoying watching The Injustice. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just been wanting want me to play. I do have like, um, from previous fighting games I've bought uh, a fight stick. 
Um, so I've been wanting to pick it up and kind of just play. It. And it just seems, I my friend invited me over to his place. I played it and I kind of got back into the rhythm again. And I okay. just, I tend to kind of be better at this game starting out than other games because other games it takes me a lot more to handle like combos and stuff like that. Sure. This one. I mean, I get them like in Like other combo. fighting games? Yeah, other fighting games. Oh, like okay. Street Fighter, I'm terrible at, at, okay. at doing combos in that game. But in this one, dude, I was playing with him and I got him in a combo, dude, like half his health before <laughs> I did finish the combo. And it feels so good when you do something <laughs> like that, you know? It makes you feel like a professional and I'm not a professional. It's just not me. <laughs> do you have a particular favorite hero or villain to play as? Yeah, um, I, I, Dr. Fate. Really? Yeah, he's been my favorite, yeah. As a um, character in the, in the story of the game, he was like one of the weakest... That's like funny. weakest in the sense, like what the fuck is your point here? But watching at <laughs> least like, gameplay wise, he was brutal. Like facing off against him. Watching the streams, I don't know if just people that play him don't master him when they when they're playing him. But it, they all seem to kind of suck, and which kind of either says they suck or the character sucks. Because they at least with everyone else I've seen, they'll do crazy combos. Yeah. Like there, I saw a broad combo where. He took the guy's single health bar out <laughs> without the guy ever being able to do anything. Jesus. But I haven't seen Dr. Faith crazy combos. They haven't, for like, you. I haven't seen reset combos and stuff like that. And I don't really... I tend to watch them and I'll learn what moves they're doing and that's how I'll kind of get the, 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 the combo in my head. Sure. But I haven't seen anyone do it, so I just assume there isn't. And I don't really take the time to kind of find combos yeah. for him. I just watch it through this. One screen. of the things that I want to say about this game is I love... How you can interact with the environment. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of ways you can cobble people. Like, you're knocking the shit out of them. And then there's, like, a background that it, like, show It indicates to you you can, like, interact yeah. with. And what you do is you baseball swing these people with your hands or your feet or whatever. And they bounce off, like, a statue in the background. And they fucking fly back. And then you keep going out. <laughs> it's like, good damn. Fucking brutal. One thing I don't like is is how you can use sometimes you can use objects to whack them with. Yeah, there's like a trash can just pick it up. I'm I'm okay with like the background combo thing that you were talking about, but those object things, I wish you can turn them off. Really? Like on a, on like I think in an official game like a ranked a ranked matches, I think those should be turned off. Because yeah. it, it takes a lot of damage. You can block them now. But yeah. in the first one, you they were unblockable. You, know you could be blocking, hits you and it takes the full amount off. What's weird is Whenever I see people play competitively, they never use the objects. Really? I've never seen them use an object. So there's a few. The, using an object is interesting because some of them are you jump off of. Mm -hmm. And so it might be an escape. But mm -hmm. I'm like, it's fair. I don't know. It's it's a great territory in my opinion. because I don't think I've really thought about it too much because I'm like, if, it's, if I can use it, they can use it. So mm -hmm. it's fair play. So it's just another thing to be aware of. I don't know. But I, think, I think in ranked... Out of respect, people don't use it. Um, they'll use the other ones, though. They won't use the, the damage ones, but they'll use the jump off ones, yeah, yeah. and they'll use the wall ones for combos. Because those are kind of just a way to continue a combo. It's not You're not doing crazy damage okay. because of that. Well, you are, but because you're good at continuing the combo. Um, but with the objects, dude, if they hit you, it just takes up so much damage. And then Some, yeah. there's, um, there's transitions. <laughs> those are crazy those do as much damage as a special does it's yeah. insane dude it's fun it's a different it's a fun game amazing. it is fun though. they're currently doing like a Wonder Woman event for the movie oh, like nice. if you do some of the uh, kind of like daily quests that they have you assigned as Wonder Woman or whatever you can get like her movie armor the costumes in that game are fantastic yeah oh my god and I the, saw the and, Oliver Queen one. I was like, oh, and the classic. and the custom ones you can get too. Like if you get all of how because your Green Lantern in this game is Hal Jordan, mm -hmm. but you can get um, Kyle Rayner. No, not Kyle. John Stewart. Okay. Um, and then like, uh, what's another one? Booster uh, Gold's not in the 
No, not Blue Beetle. <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. But Blue Beetle, uh, Jaime is not mm-hmm. not Ted Cord. Jaime, okay. like Ted Cord, would be hilarious because if someone's fatality was like blast his fucking head off. Oh my god. <laughs> Maxwell Lord would be a cool one. I kind of I I've enjoyed the story. I've taken a break because and I'll go into that with mine. But I want to get Dark Side. He looks like oh fun to play as. He looks confusing, like the fireball. Thing. Yeah, the laser thing is crazy, but he play. He looks like he plays slow, but I feel like it'd be yes, fun to play. But as. he's a hard hitter, and when you get someone in the combo, he yeah. does a lot of damage during the combo. Yeah. So first, I want to touch on the game I've been playing. Is I finally have got on board. I've been playing Last of Us. <laughs> Fucking took forever, I know. But watch it. Actually, I gotta give you credit, Jay, because. You are mainly the reason I've been interested to play again. I've been like after Injustice, I was like, I know there's I got Persona, I know I got Mass Effect, I know I'm partially through near Automata, and I know I still haven't finished Nio, but I kind of want to play something like it was a long weekend too. I was like, you know what? This is the perfect time to like play a game that I've put off for yeah. forever. I don't know. I just it was the itch I was wanting to scratch, sort of like what you were in uh, Vargas. Um, what I did was, yeah, I started on the long Memorial Day weekend, started playing. Good God, that intro, <clears throat> man! It is the move, the equivalent of Up's intro yes. in a lot of ways. Like, may, I don't know, depending on the person, but fuck, that was brutal. Yeah. And then, yeah, the story is definitely fun. Definitely coming from playing all the Uncharted, feels like visually looks the same. My my girlfriend came in and was like, "This is like that game with the two brothers." Uh, and and then I was like, oh, the like Nadia games. She's like, yeah, and she and I was like, yeah, this is from the same creators. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. So she doesn't know much about either of the games, and she was able to sort of tell. So I was like, oh yeah, uh, and the vibe is interesting. I get a lot of Walking Dead vibes, mm-hmm. like the the guy Bill um, <laughs> in, the, in his town. He reminds me of like Eugene and Abraham mixed. Let me rewind that back. Guess who plays Bill? What? Who's the actor? Uh, is it someone he, from Walking he Dead? He looks like Bill. It's someone from Preacher, the show. It's the sheriff. That guy plays Bill. Oh, really? <laughs> Holy shit. No way. That's pretty cool. And yeah, so like that game has been awesome. I Besides the intro, I literally have just faced the next big gut punch, which was... The, uh, the events surrounding Sam and Henry. Yes. Uh, for those that know that, I know it's a game that's old, so but I still want to kind of take care in case people haven't played. But Last of Us, holy shit! I mean, I'm hoping by this weekend, by the time this episode airs, I'm hoping to have finished it. Yeah. So that I'm, I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm gonna say just to get this out there, I'm playing this on easy because and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I suck at stealth games, and I get frustrated. I don't like the. A lot of times, like, there's very few games where I enjoy the stealth mechanic. I don't, it just gets me antsy and I don't enjoy it. I focus too much, like, I was saying to you, like, do you enjoy being, going through that gameplay and struggle and stuff? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do. With stealth, I don't. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't like it when I'm in, when it's involving stealth. Which, so, what's weird, because, like, stealth games, I look at it as a puzzle. It is. I try to, like, because f- they take routes, certain yeah. routes and placements, and you try to find the most efficient way. That's true. I just, I don't know, maybe it's just the way I play games. I don't like sitting mm-hmm. and, like, looking at the paths, because sometimes okay. people will have long paths, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know when that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know. It's not a gameplay mechanic that, I, that has appealed to me over the years. Yeah. I like... 
running. And in this game, I've heard so much about the story, so I'm like, that's my focus. So I just want to go through it. Fuck it, I don't give a shit. I, Metal Gear, I did the same thing. I played the first one on normal. After that, I partially through two. I played on easy. I don't give a fuck. Mm. Um, aside from that, one episode away from finishing the show The Leftovers Ooh. on HBO. Nice. I'm super excited. That la- The most recent episode, for those that watch it, was really good. <laughs> it, it's three seasons, which is really cool. I'm I'm adopting like I think it says something about our culture, and maybe we could talk about this in a future topic. But I think I know uh, British shows do a lot of like one season, three season sort of things. America, for most part, it's been like Fuck. just fucking do it till it's dead, yeah. like just run into the ground. But lately, we've been seeing like Netflix and a few other um, studio. Uh, uh, um, I don't know, like places where you can watch this stuff mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call them. Services. Uh, showing shows that are like, we're just doing two seasons. That's it. Or one season. Or we're doing formats where it's kind of creative. It's like one season is self-contained. Next season is self-contained. So on. Um, Leftovers kind of, I thought was bold where it was just like, yeah, th- three seasons. We got it. And like looking at it, I'm like, they covered, it doesn't have to be a grand scope. It can still feel grand because mm-hmm. of the intimacy you have with the characters. Um, and I really like that. I'm behind on Fargo, and I'm hoping to catch up this weekend. I'm almost caught up with Samurai Jack, which has yeah. been really good. Yeah, like it's mature now. Mm-hmm. Like there was a scene. It doesn't. It, there's no context to it, but he's bloody, and he's in the cave. The way the visuals are, and I know the sound is really high quality, but he's like literally his blood is so much that it. He, you just see red with eyes. Mm-hmm. But it's like Frank Miller art okay. style red, and then there's like a wolf next to him, and he, the wolf and him sort of have a mutual respect. And there was like a two minute, three minute segment where it's just them, and then it just shows a few days of them and him healing, and the wolf is there. And I was like, that's storytelling. That's some fucking quality <laughs> storytelling. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm excited to finish it. So nice. Those are my main ones. It's good to be back. We got a fun episode, I think. Um, which topic do you guys want to start on? I don't. I feel like mine's gonna be small, but and then I feel like yours goes into something completely Fucking different. Fucking rocket, so go with mine. So my topic, I kind of wanted to go into the life of a villain. Oh, essentially, I wanted to pick kind of a villain and just talk about what you think his life is or like, her. or her, or it there. And it doesn't have to be a, a main villain. This could be, you know, enemies like little um, Goomba. A Goomba. It could be. Um, What's the word? Just an enemy, a regular enemy. A clicker, just standing there. <laughs> just so, and I, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have more more options. I have four total on mine. I'm probably going to talk about three of them. Okay, mine. and Jane, I I should go first because I don't have. I okay, have, I can't even talk. I about bet I know what yours is. Yeah, you know, but I can't even. No, talk I don't about think it. so. Let's see. Let, I, I want to know what? if you can guess it though. Go for Kefka. it. Kefka. No. <laughs> I thought you were going to do another Conan Sugar or Six Reverence. So, if, I think it's fine. So Go for it. I he's worried because of spoilers, but it's Spoilers been, for what franchise? Metal Gear Solid. Which one? I mean, it's a, it's a whole series, but it's on four, yeah. Mm, I won't, I won't. Damn. Talk about it. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. Is it the one you were taking pictures of? Pictures? When you were playing? On your stream? No, no, that's no. um, that's uh, the dancing one. Oh, no, Laughing Beauty, Laughing that was. Octopus, or Octopus. Yeah, I like the way she fought you. <laughs> she I'm just gonna say this thing. You. My villain, Revolver Ocelot. Oh, you talked about him before. 
Yeah, but I haven't gotten into detail. You should. Go for it. Do no, it. I, 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 just, I just do, do it. Fucking do it. Revolver Ocelot is Ozymandias. He Explain, is, please. What do you mean? Like, from Watchmen? Yeah, pretty much. Why? He did something horrible to benefit mankind. Oh. I don't want to spoil it too much. Okay. I mean, that's so. respectful. So without so going to spoilers, what do you think he does before the first moment that so he, Snake and him meet up? He plotted this very... In part two, what do you know about Revolver Ocelot? He's involved. <laughs> He's a... It's been a <laughs> I remember he was talking to someone at the end of uh, one, like on Is the phone. Is he acting like someone different? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember his hand okay. has some uh, remnants of someone else. Okay, 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 okay. So. And that was interesting to me. He did, I don't know, he just created this <laughs> plot. I'm trying to like step on eggshells. Okay, he created this plot to benefit mankind, okay. but it looks evil. Okay. I'll end my topic. I'm sure a lot of our <laughs> viewers that have played Metal Gear will know what you're talking about. Yeah. So. I want to mention another villain. Like, all my villains... Spoilers. It's, spoilers. it's from damn it. The Last of Us. You haven't met this person yet. But I can't even talk about The one... Okay, I've watched your stream a lot. And mm -hmm. the times I've chimed in when you're playing Last of Us, it's it happened tw three times now. Mm -hmm. You're always at the same part. Mm -hmm. It's in the snow. Mm -hmm. It's at a cabin. Mm -hmm. And you're L. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why is he at this part again? And I mm -hmm. think it's because you were playing through it multiple times. Mm -hmm. But is that part... It's, it's close. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited to get. I'm excited to get to. We'll just revolver ocelot, Ozzy and Diaz. He was bad for the greater good. <laughs> That's a good one. I like it. I'm I'm hoping to play the rest of the Metal Gears to to get to that. So I'm gonna go with one of one of the bigger ones, and then okay. the rest of them are kind of small guys. Uh, my first one is Seymour Guado or Seymour Who? Guado. Who's that? This is a, a villain. Uh, he's actually a boss from Final Fantasy X. Oh, Seymour I know who he is. Um, the reason I chose him is actually in like in uh, in video games I used to play. I would name my character just full on Seymour Guado. <laughs> that was cool. But what's cool about this guy is he. Um, this is spoilers. He's essentially dead. He is what's called in the game unsent. So they they have. In, in, in Final Fantasy X, they have priestess or priests, uh, priestesses or priests that um, do a, 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 a ritual uh, a, that allows dead people to kind of just pass on to the okay. next world. Um, and this hasn't happened to Seymour Guano. So he, throughout the whole game, you meet him and you think this guy's just a regular dude. Um, he is going to marry one of your characters, a priestess specifically, um, Yuna. Mm-hmm. And later on, you find out that this mother effer is dead. And <laughs> that, that was a crazy twist, by the way. It's one of the craziest twists in video games. And he's really? been... Um, what's crazy to me is he's plotting... He's, like, plotting all this. And this whole time, this guy is dead. He's done more than I have, and this motherfucker's dead. <laughs> um, so, something that... I, I just think it's really neat that, you know... Just thinking of, of this character and... and from the point that you meet him to the point that you find out this reveal, he's been dead this whole time. Like, I don't know, as a 
dead person, it's just kind of weird to think. What would he think during that time? Like, he's just plotting this. He's trying to get revenge just because he feels like no one cares for me. Mm. And and he, you have hints throughout the game. Um, there's a, one where Yuna is going to go into a, a realm where there's, there's un, like everyone's essentially um, dead there and, and they're sent. This is where all the scent go, essentially. Um, and he doesn't want to go in there. He's like, no, no, you guys can go on. <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's kind of weird, but whatever. And you do your thing and then mm-hmm. later on you find out. Um, but it's just it's just really cool to, to think, you know, this guy is plotting all this and yet he could have all been avoided by just having finished his ritual of allowing him to move on. Hmm. So it's something I always thought was really neat. Um, and just thinking like, what could he have been thinking, you know, before anything started, like the moment he died to the point where you, you met the person that you, that he wanted to start changing everything on, which which is when he met Yuna. What, like, what would he be thinking in that time? It's just really neat to me to think, you know, for me to think. I like that one. And then other ones here, these are just so small characters. One of them was Murlocs from World of Warcraft. These oh, are these little, like, frog <laughs> yeah. creatures. I think I hated the sound they made. How do they... I'm trying to think. <laughs> I, 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 can't, yeah. I can't even feel, <laughs> feel like I can't even do it. But, um, y- you know, it's so funny because their characters introduced... their are enemies in the game. Um, and they're so favorited that they made them into pets. Like, oh, you can, yeah. You know, they're, they're kind of like... Um, it, I think one of the exclusive, if you bought um, like the expansion early, they gave you a Murloc with a uh, dressed as one of the like a character, which is really okay. neat. Um, but imagine these guys were just chilling, like they they they're building their own villages out of like these sticks because that's kind of how. Because when you usually when you meet them, mm-hmm. they they have villages already, they have outposts set up, but they're super small. You can see everything in like in your view, just. They're not crazy giant cities. It's okay. just like on a, on a beach edge. That's yeah, yeah, it's like a little Fiji like. Yeah, place. exactly. And these guys are living their life, and you walk through, and they're like, "Holy shit, they're attacking <laughs> us!" And you just murder them, like because they're they're low level creatures. Yeah, yeah. They're not, and it's so funny, <laughs> you know, to, to have like walk into these guys' lives, and they're like, "Oh my god!" And then you start murdering them, and you <laughs> take their pets, and or you take their children, essentially their eggs. And for, you want to live a day in their life? Not that I want to live a day. I just think it's. It's funny to think, you know, to from think the, how, from the perspective, okay, like, okay. one day this character comes by and, and yeah. you, you murder the crap out it of them. It affects their lives so dramatically. Yeah. So, okay. someone's, I would, the, this next person's one I would like to live their life. It's Boo from Mario, <laughs> Super Mario Bros. Oh. Just the ghost. The, the King Boo? Well, or any Boo? Any Boo. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't see a difference. Exactly. Yeah. Well, King Boo's probably beat it, beat all the other Boos to become King Boo. Sure. But just thinking how, what do they do? They're just they just floating around. They're floating around, taunting people. Like, like, it's the <laughs> ocean. The most boring thing ever. <laughs> exactly. And how? I don't. Is it ever explained why they close their eyes when you look at them, or like why they try to hide? In J.R.R. Martin's adaptation of Super Mario World, <laughs> I think it's explained. No, I'm kidding. It might be a Japanese thing. Japanese ghosts? I don't know. Yeah, maybe it it's a, a lore history. And then just moved on from there. I mean, when Italian plumbers invaded <laughs> ancient Japan, yeah. the, the ghosts were disturbed. Exactly. And they're invincible. They well, are. Except not King Boo. But... Well, because he's a boss. He has Unless to he's driving a cart, then you could anything, like, you can destroy him. Fucking blue show. They uh, they'll have pen- they have coins in their bodies and stuff like that. Yeah. So I feel like these guys are just living their life and like oh shiny stuff and they'll kind of <laughs> just eat it all. 
And then later on, this guy's like, I need that coin. And he mm. just kind of steals your thing. That'd be fun. I could see that. <laughs> um, and then the last one. This one's very weird. Because there's nothing. It's the Floor Master from Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Mm. It's essentially oh, the hand that comes yeah, down. Yeah. So like the shadow will come out when you're walking. <laughs> and it's like, that, dude, that dude's just chilling in the ceilings. All day long. I want to let this fool get close, and then I want to yank his ass all the way out. You of know it. what he could use? A fidget spinner. Fuck <laughs> that's what he could use. You know who could use a fidget spinner? It. The Smash Bros. Hand. Oh yeah, the master hand. Master hand or hands. He's just like, damn. <laughs> like combo attack is like yeah, unlimited. Like spinning. you know what he does is if, when it's the two hands, he grabs one hand and treats that hand as the fidget spinner and just fucking like just. But that's the that's the funnest one for me to think of is okay. the floor master. That dude's just you know like imagine someone at school that's just fidgeting, and it's just imagine this hand doing that. It's just in the ceiling mm. waiting for someone to come by so you can just grab him and throw him back to the beginning of the dungeon. That's all he's there for. That's all he's waiting for. He's got nothing else to do. I think that's that's the funnest one to think of because it's the most boring. So you can come up with so many ideas to think of what he could be yeah, doing. Yeah, like all the potential. Yeah, all the potential that he has okay, just gonna, waiting. I'm going to save my best one for last. Okay. So the two other ones. One of them is like goons, goon level. <laughs> I'd want to be a level a member of Team Rocket. Oh, you're nice. going to say Uncharted. No, fuck that. The, the ones in your game are fucking invincible, so maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so Team Rocket, I always thought it was cool. I was just like, they, they were like the gang. Yeah. And they were kind of cool, though. There's like a rep to them. Like, oh, shit, they're here. And they rhyme. They rhyme. They have a cool fucking twirly warehouse where it's like you go through that maze where it's just like, whoa. Like, if I was a Team Rocket, I'd be like, no one's here. I'm going to go through it. Okay, John. Just fucking spin through it. It like throws you and twirls you at the same time. You can't like you have to take it all yeah. the way. So you gotta. And then you get Pokemon given to you. Like I want coughing or muck maybe or something. Like yeah, you you're stuck with one or two. Yeah. But I feel like that builds a bond with you with that one or two. There's some that have. Is that the most they have? Is one or two Pokemon? I mean, Ekans. there's like Ekans coughing, then wheezing Arbok. Oh, and Mug, Mug, that's like so funny. Monk and then some ground. I never realized they have like just a set of five that everyone uses. It's mostly. Holy crap. That's funny. I didn't realize. I thought when you were saying like one or two, it's just one or two Pokemon they always and have. They also have a buddy cat, too. Yeah. No, but he's, no, no, no. I'm not just I'm not just that. Yeah. I just want to be a regular oh, one. Oh, oh, and I want like a wheezing or a muck. And I like I know they're like we're supposed to be like partnered because they're just like gear. Like, yeah. Toss like here's another fucking one of these we yeah. breeded at the breeding center. But I'll be like, nah, dude, this is my Pikachu. The way Ash looks at Pikachu, I look at Weezing. <laughs> you'll, yeah, you'll break off and be, it'll be like a story, a side story that's what of the, you becoming the okay, master. Dude. That's what the next Pokemon game should be. <laughs> like, it shouldn't be you as like this young boy with your mom who's like Professor wants to bang or yeah. something, which the, all the goddamn games do. It should be you are born into a, a gang. Like, your dad is the gang yeah. member or leader and you start off in his shoe in the shoes of being a gang and not the people aren't looking for fights with you you go out looking for fights with people <laughs> and in order to fight the gyms and get uh like the badges through like i'm just gonna go straight to the gym leader you have to show the gym leader that you've beaten like the local yeah. 20 people and they're There's like no oh you've discouraged them and they're not gonna come at me and you're like you earned this Next area, bro. Wow. <laughs> I would play That's the fuck of out of that. Like, they don't have to change a thing gameplay-wise. Just let me play as that. I think they can also change... Um, All, when, make me pick between Ekans, 
coughing, coughing or and, and grimer. Oh, grimer, yeah. That, that'd be the uh, that'd be pretty first fucking. Oh my god, I would play like. You'd have people. So the people that 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 choose to fight you when they see you are like guys that are trying to stop rock the the team rocket. No, no. So the way I would do it would be the people that stop me are like my teachers yeah like we want to see where you're at like we want to make sure there's not a you're not the weak chain in team rocket mm-hmm. so we're going to test you occasionally they'll come then i would have like one rival but they would be the, they would be the ash of the game where <laughs> they grew up next door to me yeah. and they're the hero but in my game i'm like, <laughs> like fuck like fuck you dude this guy always gets everything handed to him he's just fucking like silver spoon <laughs> pikachu and and so, oh he doesn't have to pick between squirtle bulbasaur and <laughs> Charmander, oh, woe is me. I was going in the fucking shit. Yeah. All right. This is all like talking about this is already made it my favorite. <laughs> but okay. So that's one of them. You kind of want to be a putty patrol. Oh, Because nice. if you're just one, because the only way to defeat them is knocking them together. Yeah. If you're just one, you're God. <laughs> you're like, read it, bro. I got this. Don't send any. Don't make a 50 of us. I got this. <laughs> I go true. down there. Everyone like it'd be like a compounder the fist where everyone's fighting uh, the the main bad guy. They're just kicking him and stuff, and he's just like standing there. That'd be the buddy patrol, and like he has the coolest. He's like it's like, like a turkey. Fucking, I would have a ball being. You'd him. have sick ass dance moves. I know that much. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be my phone. That's a good, a good one. I like that one. My lazy one would be the claw from Inspector Gadget. I literally don't do shit. I watch TV all day. <laughs> it's streaming. <laughs> streaming and switching gadget and just pet a cat and I get to be like damn it gadget and just chill you stream episodes of Mr. Gadget and like, what's just... he up to bro <laughs> nah he ain't he's not good you'll have cameos in, your, in the show you're yeah. watching <laughs> and then I have a badass like winter soldier hand there you go with like a like a bling chain on dang it'll, it'll evolve into you eventually becoming the winter soldier oh, when shit. when Bucky becomes Captain America yeah this is me like being like triggered or <laughs> so my number one is similar to the claw I would want to be Shang Tsung Ooh. I don't know you don't is that Mortal Kombat, Kombat? yeah okay yeah. okay oh my god <laughs> okay so your soul I would love just getting like I'm talking movie Shang Tsung. Like I get to make these declarations. I could be like, Poof, like just like, <laughs> and just I get to chill and watch fights. Like it's like live esports or whatever, like fighting competition. There's a stage in that one, right, where he's sitting in in the yeah, okay. it's the beach. Okay, yeah, that's right. And it was Sonya versus, uh, or no, there was two. There was Sonya versus Kano, mm-hmm. and. There was Johnny, uh, not Johnny, just Luke Kang versus the Capoeira guy, and that was when the princess uh, was giving yeah. uh, Luke Kang some advice. That's right. I but I would love to, and every time you start like you pick someone to be like, I'm gonna fuck you up myself. <laughs> you know the music's gonna hit, <laughs> so it's like the best like intro music fucking ever. So and then you take your soul. And then yeah, and then I get to say something like "flawless victory." Like it's like it's like that was the teabagging of them. It's like I don't have to teabag you. I can just be like "flawless victory, bitch," or like "babeality." <laughs> and then I would sometimes have that one guy show up, pussy. <laughs> what? When did he? When would that guy come out? The guy who would who yell that? Whatever he did, like some Dude, uppercut. Yeah, if it was some an uppercut random, random or like person. some super hard like. Holy shit, like you just snot knocked him. I don't know. I were think, you able 
to combo it from uppercut, you couldn't do that. No, because right? usually would knock him into the next. You couldn't do sweet uppercut. That's yeah. the only. Uh, you could combo into it, but you couldn't start with it. Okay. Yeah. And then you could do the high punch that would just like hit <laughs> the chin, <laughs> which was like. <laughs> yeah. And they're like slipping. They're yeah, not even getting they're hit. Slipping. They're slipping. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, Shake Sun would be the best until I like, <laughs> yeah. and he can make up the rules. Like if you yeah. watch the movie, he's just like new rule. I get the I get the hot chick in this fight, <laughs> and she's chained, and I'm gonna fight her now. You know, in the video game, he's OP. <laughs> yeah, people just do. You know who's OP in the game? Quan Chi. <laughs> I recently pulled up my Xbox original, and I hooked it up, and one of my games that I had in my library, I have all of them still, is. Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Mm. I think that was one of the first ones. Not the first one, but one of the main ones where Quan Chi was the main part of the story. He had this move that my brother would over would spam. You just press the black button, and it was sort of like a grab. He literally like props up on your knees, double like puts his hands together like a praying hand, and double bitch slaps you. No, <laughs> he does a double bitch slap, and then he does like a combined hand slam down and you could literally just like before they get up you just set up the next one you could spam that oh my gosh it was yeah so that was like I hate like I hate fire with fire and whoever pressed it first yeah because it was redundant I was like what the fuck are we playing with Yeah, like bitch slap, bitch slap. <laughs> it was like a, it's like a father the son of the Holy Ghost, but with like slaps. It's like one of those. Isn't that from uh, Bugs Bunny? Bugs Bunny, yeah, with the slap. Yeah. <laughs> so is my number one nice, pick. Shout out though to Gaston. Ooh. Because in my opinion, he has the best hype man, and whenever I'm feeling down. I could always count on LeFou to be like, bro, I got you. Get the music ready. <laughs> We're going to get you hyped. Like, you, like, everyone wants you or they want to be you. Yeah. <laughs> that would always boost my feeling. Like, I, I have talked about this before and I'll say it again. <laughs> if I haven't said it on the record, I'll say it now. My idea for a movie, Beauty and the Beast came out, fucking sold like crazy, did well. The remake. The, the well, yeah, the Hermione live action whatever thing did well I didn't care for it whatever not a big deal it's mm-hmm. gonna do well besides beside me <laughs> I think instead of doing these remakes they should do different points of view or slightly change it all they need to do is just make it like a comedy from Gaston's point of view where he's this self-conscious like buff dude because he's like I was ta- I was really, like Clark Kent like he's like he was raised to be strong and kind and helpful yeah. and volunteer in the war and he comes back and LeFou is always just trying to like, dude, you gotta feel, you gotta like have, believe in yourself more. And he hypes him up like that's why he hypes him so much is because he's to that point. And he gets so confident, he finally works up the courage to talk to Bell. But in this rend- version, it would make Bell seem like the really weird person. It, like everyone else is normal, and then she's the one that's like mean to him. Yeah. And he's like, what? And then he, from his point of view, he sees a monster, and you, you see but in like an innocent way where it's like. <laughs> Fuck, like, I don't care if she doesn't like me. I gotta save her. Like, that's what a good person does. But the whole time, she's like, ew, no. Like, he's, then he's like, what? And then it's just like, dude, all I need is you, LeFou. And, like, it should just be, like, a buddy, like, Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum. It's like perfect. a huge mistake, and this guy's like, we gotta kill the man. Like, but in- everyone's like, you want, like, he's like, I don't know if I can take on, like, this is a beast. 
And then the town's like, you know what, Gaston? We love you so much. We're on your side. We're coming with you. And he's like, the whole town's with me. This is awesome. It's like, I've inspired everyone. And you think he's going to get the girl. And the girl is like mean to him. And he's like, you know what? You didn't need the girl. Because you're good without him. Like, it doesn't have him die. How depressing would that be? He's like, he loses it. Loses the girl to the beast. (laughs) He dies too. Yeah, but. I would change the dying part. I would be like, you think he dies because the movie shows it as dying. But it ends up being like who catches him. He lands, yeah. (laughs) That's perfect, and that cements like, dude. I I thought I. I have other comments because it's related to something else that some yeah. I won't say anymore. I think there's too many messages of you need to get this dream girl, you need to get this girl, which is a fun message. It's a good like it's relatable, Mm -hmm. but. I think oftentimes it's over, like it overshadows friendship relationships, mm. and I would love to see that be a good movie message of like, you don't always need to be getting the girl. Like if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Keep keep going, and you got your buddy. Your buddy's always there. So you're telling me bros before girls is what you're telling. Bros me. before bells. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was my shout out to Gaston. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like so, that one too. I but I like this topic. It had me thinking. I was like, I have. I love Team Rocket now more than all of these. Yeah, but I just I want to bring something up that yeah, kind yeah. of like lively. Up that was fun. Then, but the other two, I think you're, both of your guys are really interesting. So You got me really interested in Ocelot. Like, I was somewhat interested in the story so far, but knowing that he has a larger role to play intrigues me. Because he was one of my favorite, like, of the villains I was facing. I was like, there's something more to him. Met- Metal Gear have a, has a few good characters in there. Okay, cool. As long as I don't like the goddamn the snake. I think... We're on to something like the Autocon? huh? Autocon? Yeah, I hate <laughs> the radio. <laughs> snake, snake, snake. He has the worst. Like he's like a whiny little bit. <laughs> anyway, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Doesn't matter. Um, I'll I'll go. You were ready. Did you want to go? No, I'll go. Okay, fine. So I read. I don't know where I read this. Okay, wherever it came from. I found it somewhere. I thought it was an interesting question. <laughs> so you know how musicians do cover songs yeah. of other bands, like Rolling Stones will do a cover of some Black Sabbath song or whatever, and you get a different version. But what if authors did this with books? Mm-hmm. I want to gauge what, what books would you want to see a different author what? do their take on? Mm-hmm. And I have a few... That yeah. I, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to include comic book writers, too. I actually oh, have one. Because I have, I have a few comic books. Do you want to go and, and like ring around again? Sure. I Let me count them in. Well, I don't have that many. I, only, I have only four. I have eight. I have okay. three. So, I can jump through them quick. There's a few that I just was like, this would be a fun idea. Boom. But I, I feel like I want to make it last longer. I okay. Sure, sure, sure. Get some more. So we'll, we'll go around until we're out, and then you'll just gonna keep I'll just hammer, I'll just yeah. keep hammering. Yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> so let's start with you. Uh, go, okay, go, go, Just choose one. I'll do one of my funnier ones. So there's a comic writer by the name of Mark Millar. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's done. Um, what's the shooting one? The movie Wanted. Wanted, but in the Ooh. comic it's more yeah. superhero-y, weird. And he did Civil War for mm-hmm. Marvel, and he did a couple. He did Kingsman. Mm-hmm. And kick ass. Okay. okay. So and, that's and, that's and a comic book. Yeah, comic books. And he was involved with some of the production and okay. the script, but he made those mm-hmm. comics. Those are some original properties, some cool ideas. Obviously, lasting effects. Kick. All of them are movies now. Mm-hmm. So something to say there. Good writer. Good writer. So part of what he did with Wanted made me curious of and kick ass a little bit. I'd want to see his version of Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh wow. 
Okay, wait. Master of None had that Nicholas Cage and Nicholas Cage. The movie, the full yeah. movie. It's like, I am the werebees. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Yeah, that was one of the good ones. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like his comics, he did Old Man Logan as well. Mm, yes. He does very either controversial or very shocking moments and stuff. I could see him doing a lot of like funny. It'd be like a, a parody of itself. I would see his version would be like, we're going to fucking blow the doors down and do like, we're going to push the wall yeah. and just do some really weird stuff. But we're going to make it cool because it's like free, free, free love. Mm-hmm. It would, I think it might even touch on some, maybe, I don't know, you probably, Jang would know more. Sex criminals kind of pushes the boundaries of like how we view sex. I think Mark Millar would do that with Fifty Shades <laughs> if he wrote it. Damn. That's pretty good. That is a good one. I like that one. I got more. <laughs> That's only the tip. Ooh. All right. So mine yeah. is a shout out to Karosh. Oh? Chuck Polinick. <laughs> what does he write? He writes a cookbook. But oh, not- God damn it. That's horrible. <laughs> so, okay. It's not like a traditional cookbook where it's food. It's also other other things. Like, like soap. Guts? Like Fight Club. <laughs> like He'll teach you how to make soap. Okay. So, in Fight Club, he also teaches you how to make napalm. I'm not going to say it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually works. And it's just using gasoline and yeah okay i can see where you are. Wait, so he was in the movie or in the comic? in the book in the book, okay. in the book he teaches you he teaches you like random stuff okay like anarchist cookbooks okay, okay so chuck polnick makes recipes from his fictional works sure and guts would have oh sausage. god <laughs> spaghetti <laughs> with corn or something yeah. it's spaghetti <laughs> with corn sausage ah, yes. if, more. if you're interested i recommend you don't read guts but Listen to the audiobook. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's a good one. That's a creative. I like that because he's very he he set does a good job of describing like visual. You can visualize easily the scene, and so if he did that with food, I could see easily see him doing a good or bad depending <laughs> on your point of view. So um, I'm gonna go with. I, I wanted to start with the comics and just start with the comic, but I'm sure. going to go a different route. Oh, um, and this is one of my bigger ones. J.R.R. Tolkien Does. writes Game of Thrones. Ooh. And I, I, I mentioned this to Jane um, on the car ride to, to do the, the podcast. podcast. Okay. Um, he says less deaths would happen. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... would you, So wait, would you have it be more... In his style, so I mean, oh, think oh, of how... you would say Game of Thrones. I was thinking for some reason I was thinking the other way around. No, yeah, so, so so him writing, yeah, I would definitely would write... say way less depth. Yeah, so but I mean, it'd be an interesting, a, a different way of you know storytelling. Obviously, I think he would give more hope or power to the less like the Tyrians and the Podricks and some of these like in Arya's. There would be a larger. Emphasis and less of a subtlety with them. I think there'll be a huge emphasis on the Podrick because I mean, I I, I think he's, he's a, a hobbit great, to you. I think it, yeah, he's like the hobbit. Yeah. He's, he's a great character. That and is just, wait, isn't Tyrion either? Yeah, but I mean, I think Tyrion gets a lot of love in, in what already is the Game of Thrones now. Okay, um, but Podrick, I don't think he does. Sure. He doesn't get as much love as he needs. That'd but be cool. Huh? That's that's my yeah. It's one of my four. 
I like that one. I'm trying to imagine it. I I think he would put more of an emphasis on the mystical side because mm-hmm. I don't, I think JRR sets a scene with the mystical and he makes it like a backdrop. Yeah, and he gives you backstory on him like it's a mythology to the world, like it's ancient, but it's sort of resurfacing in small ways. I kind of have a feeling that JRR Tolkien would be more of like upfront about it. He'd be like, "Yeah, it's here. It's prevalent." Like, yeah, because yeah, one of the subtleties is um, when like they infect. Um, um, Jorah? No, is it? Is that his name? The um, Khaleesi. <laughs> no, no. Um, Khaleesi's husband. What's his name? Oh, Caldrogo. Um, uh, yeah, Caldrogo. When he gets the yeah. cut. Yeah, when he gets the cut and it gets infected. I feel like that was a subtle way of magic. I don't think J.R. Tolkien would have done if I. We haven't read yet how he how he writes the Hodor scene. <laughs> but I really don't see J.R. Martin doing these like graphic, really. I know he can have a lot of the, a lot of the the incest, a lot of the just the sex in general, probably. Yeah, I have I have Game of Thrones, but mine's a little different. <laughs> you want to go with that one? Sure. I have Doctor Seuss writing it. Oh, nice! You know, I was thinking about putting Doctor Seuss because there's so book. many like family hold names. Door, hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. For four more. Oh shit. <laughs> The Targaryens and the the Greyjoys and the Valerians and the things. <laughs> oh my gosh! Dude. All the places you will go. Yeah, two chickens and wine or something. <laughs> bring me fuck the water. Bring me water. <laughs> Green eggs one and imp, fuck the water. One imp, two imp, red imp, blue imp. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you're getting chosen. <laughs> blue imp. Oh my god. Yeah, it would be funny. Oh my god! And all the names, I think you would have a lot of fun with that. So that'd yeah. be a good one. God damn! Two, one and dragon, two it would dragon, introduce kids to <laughs> to the Game of Thrones world in a fun way. Like the Viper Mountain fight would be like he's got the curmudgeon and he got buttoned by the curmudgeon, <laughs> and it's like he didn't get smashed. He just got like covered. And they're having, like having a tussle in the back. I don't know some weird shit. Weird in its own way, but with an adult undertone. That was a good one. I like that one. So we're going back with Game of Thrones. Okay. George R. R. Martin. Uh-huh. We saw him touch upon time travel in Time Loop. Not time, kind of yeah, time yeah, travel. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. With so I want him to write... Okay, there's two things. A time travel book. Science fiction time travel book. Okay. he's an excellent writer. And the other thing I want him to do is write an Elseworlds DC JLA fucking graphic novel like how many people would die so this is what i see him doing it would be around the new gods because okay. they have time travel Ma- okay. uh madrox no who's the I'm one in the familiar. chair who's the guy in the chair i'm not familiar that is new gods man uh because there's an x-men character called madrox yeah that's what i'm thinking about this there's another so one of the gods is he sits in the chair mm. and he t- travels through time Okay. I could see that being a way of him tackling time travel and doing this at the same time. But I want to see him just the new off. gods, the new gods and the old gods kill off JLA. Fucking members. everyone's dead. American guys, what? American guys. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. I like that. That'd be it'd be long. It'd be like this epic, like forty-five. It'd be like Kirkman, Robert Kirkman, uh, level stuff. So, all right. So this one, I'm, I feel like I'm gonna mess up his name because I've always mispronounced it. But I feel it's like Grant Morrison. <laughs> Neil Gaiman. Is oh, Gaiman. Morrison. So it's pronounced Gaiman? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so Neil Gaiman. Uh, adaption of um, Scott Pilgrim. Ooh, oh, I like that. Him That'd Scott be fun. Oh, yeah. 
And Scott Gilbert was by Brian Lee O'Malley. Yeah. But yeah. That's um, a good one. I like yeah. that. So yeah, I, I would love to see that. You know, it was because I would I would think of like the like his Sandman style. Yeah. And that's how he would introduce bosses the same way. Or not bosses, but the the boyfriends, the ex boyfriends. I think it just it's just it's just a neat way to think of how he would write that. So, and I see him doing a lot of meta stuff too, where mm-hmm. it's like it it's sort of relevant to what we do, but at the same time it's like kind of breaking the fourth wall with the characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He handles that well with a lot of his stories that I've seen. So that'd be fun, yeah. Yeah. I actually I'll I'll use that as a segue to mine, because I also had Neil Gaiman writing some. So with these books, so the way I went about picking was I picked a lot of books that I thought that I know, a I've either read or are really well known. Yeah, like classics. Most. I tried doing the same thing. One of them I haven't read the books. So that's why I'm kind of authors. Scared. I did sort of the same thing, except I had a few that I was like, I want like my Mark Millars and a few others where I was like, I like these comic writers. And there was one writer that I couldn't figure out a book I'd want him to write. Brian Bendis. Michael Bendis. He did Daredevil and he did Powers mm-hmm. and a few others. But anyway, my Neil Gaiman book that I had him write is The Adventures of Huckleberry and Finn. Huckleberry Finn. Yeah. Because I really like how Neil Gaiman writes dialogue, mm-hmm. especially when it's two characters. Mm-hmm. Like in American Gods, he does really good dialogue between Mr. Wednesday and the main character. And in a lot of his other books, I feel like he handles one-on-one discussions really well. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a conversation that's fun to to be like the re as the reader listen in on. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, it'd be really cool seeing like them. Yeah, the Tom, two. Yeah, yeah, the two of them. Which is Huckleberry like, and Tom? Tom Sawyer? No, Tom? it's Jim. I think is so. Jim. Jim okay. Is his name. Yeah, that's right. It's been a while. Oh yeah, yeah, I, that's I, right. I remember now. Okay. So I, I, I think he that would be a perfect way for him to like yeah. hone in on that and just definitely you would see his style stand up. <laughs> and then VL drawn that super cool. I feel <laughs> transitioning to the same author Neil <laughs> Neil Gaiman writing my all time favorite book of all time, The Great Gatsby. Ooh. What I like about Neil Gaiman is he's very good at writing gods like the way gods are portrayed and so i wanted to write it as a man in love with a goddess that would kind of change the great gatsby instead of like he's after daisy jay that's good i like that so a man in love with a goddess trying to win the goddess's love do okay. his little twist yeah on it i the way i would see it even i mean i don't know if it would work but maybe to add it to that it would be sort of like different people viewing different things uh forget the main guy's name Jay Gatsby. Oh, Nick Carraway. The, yeah. Their narrator. Yeah, the narrator. Yeah, yeah. Um, he views Gatsby in, in a mm-hmm. similar light that mm-hmm. maybe, but with a different like a tone because Gatsby looks at the girl in like in love, infatuated, mm-hmm. whereas Nick could sort of be like in awe. Mm-hmm. And it would be a similar relationship, but from the other side. Mm-hmm. But then it, it, I would like that. That'd be, that'd be really cool. I like that. I had Gatsby, but I, I couldn't figure out a writer I'd want. But I like that would work really well. He does handle like these diviner, higher beings. The lady that writes Fifty Shades was Great Gatsby. No, I was kidding. Don't fucking <laughs> <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> triggered. Okay. Uh, my next one, uh, J.K. Rowling, Ooh. writes or works on Animal Farm mm. Ooh. by George okay. Orwell. Nice. So, As a seven book epic? Actually, I fucked that up so much. <laughs> <laughs> I have Stephen King writing Animal Farm. God oh, damn it. Wow. Teasing so, us. So, okay. 
Now, but I wanted to do that one last. I fucked up. All right, anyways, Stephen King writes Animal Farm because I do I like, like the that. way. Yeah. Um, and then I just wanted to bring it up. I wanted to bring Stephen King in because um, oh, of course. they're coming in with it. You know, yeah. being, is, and Dark Tower. And Dark Tower. Those are coming out. So I wanted to get him in the work here. I didn't realize. My girlfriend told me this. It is coming out. September. 27 yep. years after. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, you told me. And it was I like, it's been 20. Me. He hasn't come back for 20 years. It's almost like, fuck, <laughs> that's mad. Like, fuck this. Wait, like, why is that guy outside? <laughs> so <laughs> <fuck with this. laughs> So they got a few windows out here. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, I, I like that. That'd be cool, Animal Animal Farm. He, maybe he can put it in the universe of his Dark Tower. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Pennywise will be in there 27 years later. You know what other... Can I go ahead and segue that into mine? Because I had Stephen King writing something a little bit more biblical. Oh. I want him writing the Bible. Nice. In the same fashion, maybe, as the Dark Tower, where it's like the seven-part epic. Oh, shit. But like... Following, it could be, okay, here's how you work it. You could have the man in black be sort of like the devil, mm-hmm. literally, more literally. So, mm-hmm. And the main character could be like, I don't know, Jesus, probably. I don't know. But then <laughs> he, all the, he goes on all these side quests, you could say like video game turns, and it's all these side stories of like he runs into Moses and Moses tells him, and then there's a book of Moses and... And the the fucking ocean parting, and that would be another Stephen King book. Like he would make the Bible expanded universe. Goddamn, <laughs> that would be ching man. Hell yeah, that'd be such a good. I'd read it. And like, oh, well, he would. I think he would do Old Testament really well. <laughs> and then he would do like some newer stuff, but it would have like a twist to it. <laughs> and then he, I don't, yeah, there, I could see him just taking on all these old biblical, like the story of Cain and Abel. Mm-hmm. I think would be a really dark one, but it would like he could make it relevant. Like, I mean. I mean, it's already probably relevant, but I would, he would just give it like a, a, a new tone to it. Yeah. Like his his vibe to it, which would be interesting. It's like, I think he kind of takes these older source materials or older, so, older subject matter and he would give it a modern setting, like mm-hmm. put it in the 80s or in the present day and then retell that same story, but with his tones and, yeah. and stuff. So. And transitioning to Stephen King, I want him to try to choose your own adventure book. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> It's like, no matter what, you're fucked. Yeah, so just much. pick how you want to be fucked. There should be one good ending. Yo. <laughs> it's just like super hard to find. But it's like, you have to have gone through like the worst decisions yes. to get to that good ending. And it's like, you start thinking about like, I just, mur- like, I got like five of my other friends in this story murdered, <laughs> but I just saved, I just cured cancer or something. I don't know. It's like, whoa, like, yeah. do I feel good or do I feel bad? And then people question themselves. Everything floats down here. Fuck. Sometimes hey, let's just stop talking about it. like a picture of Pennywise in the middle for no reason. <laughs> like, you change. No. What do you oh choose my next? God. And it's just it. Like, no, no, no. This is, what, this is how you really fuck with him. Open the mid, And in the middle of the bindings, <laughs> as you're opening, it's right there. And then the next page, it's like gone. It gets... It, I feel like it like slowly gets bigger. Like it when you least expect it, it would just keep popping up. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, fuck this. <laughs> you're the one coming up with I that. I know. All right, so this is the one I fucked up on. J.K. Rowling writing Fight Club. Ooh, that'd be fun. I was thinking that that might be a good one because I, I, she I feel she does good character development. Yes. Um, and, and then she does um, she wrote oh, I already forgot his name Snape really well. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's a no really spoilers. good character. No spoilers. I won't mention any spoilers. Um, and I I feel like she could do great work on writing both um. Tyler Durden and um, 
I forget who he actually is. He doesn't have a name. This is narrator, I think. Really? They call. I mean, he says Jacks. Yeah. Something, but yeah. So Jack. So we'll yeah. see. Because I'm Jacks. Whatever. Mind. Uh-huh. So we'll see. Jack and and Tyler Durden. I think she would do a, a really good work on. Okay. On writing those two characters out. That'd be fun. But that was my last one. Okay. Are you? How many do you? I'll try to come up with one, but okay. I'm sure mine will could inspire you guys. So, <laughs> so okay, let's touch on J.K. Rowling a little bit. I would have Harry Potter written by Grant Morrison because <laughs> he has an like a personal enthusiasm over magic. But now to go more into his writing, though, some of my favorite works of him are him writing like Joe the Barbarian, which is a side book mm-hmm. of like a boy. And his, like he go, I think he has diabetes or some illness. And when he is off, when he hasn't had his medication or whatever he needs to, to be okay, he starts, his imagination runs wild. And all of a sudden, all his toys come to life and the story unfolds and it's magical and stuff. And it has a lot of metaphors into what he's dealing with, his family is dealing with and all this stuff. I feel like he could really do well with that, with following Harry Potter as a boy and like how he's isolated and alone, doesn't have father or parent figures yeah. in his life, always searching for like some sort of uh, adult. Like, and Sirius would be part of that, and he would write this epic saga akin to like Invis- Invisibles, mm-hmm. or no, sorry, Invincible, no, Invisible, Invisible. Sorry, yeah, not Invincible, Invisibles. And it, but it wouldn't be as fucked up as Invisibles, <laughs> but it would have a little bit of eccentricity that that had, where it's like you could have Professor Lupin might be like a chicken, a, a she-male, like a trans per, gender mm-hmm. person who that I don't know, like incorporating different things that have like uh, kind of more accepting mm-hmm. different diversities. And incorporating different sorts of magic with those yeah. and being like, we're from all different parts and we all, all of our magic is akin to who we are and where we come from and our, maybe even our cultures too. Like throw that in and the, make the Triwizard Tournament a fucking crazy meta epic thing that like Dumbledore is like this King Mob like figure <laughs> who's like this kind of like bombastic cool, but also very prolific and like. Listen to me, Potter. Like I, I'll watch every and Snape would be fun to watch, and Voldemort would be like this, like embodiment of evil and everything. I really feel like he can take that story, which is already epic, and what he does is he does a great job of making very simple stories epic and feeling grandiose, while also feeling a little bit like metaphysical, crazy out there. But I feel like it would work in the world of Potter with magic mm-hmm. being accepted and like things. So I, that was like, holy shit! I'd love to see this. <laughs> I think I'm done. Okay. Dang. I have one. I don't, I don't want to say it. So I, I have, <laughs> I think, four more that I think you guys are going to enjoy. Okay. So I have Robert Kirkman, mm-hmm. the writer of Invincible, the comic, and Walking Dead. Yeah. I have him writing the classic novel, Grapes of Wrath. Ooh. Because I feel like he does, he writes uh, discussions well, like characters struggling through survival. Mm-hmm. Like, he handles survival really with an interesting perspective. And it's not just so much the struggle of you surviving against the the natures or the forces that be, but also surviving with each other mm-hmm. and like the struggles that those people have. And I feel like the Grapes of Wrath would be a perfect like actual event that occurred. Versus, I know he does like his fictional ones and it's par- it, there's a lot of parallels to real life struggles. Yeah. But if I were to say if real like something that people went through the Dust Bowl and struggling to cross to California 
that would be a struggle and the things they had to do to keep going. Like it almost like is Walking Dead to some degree. Yeah. So I would, that would be one. Sticking with comic book writers, I would want to see Frank Miller in his prime <laughs> writing Moby Dick. Oh, shit. Because he writes, like if you read some of his comics, he's like these brooding characters that are yes. like obsessed. It's like his Sin City books, he's like, remember, 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 she did this to you. She and it's like, and like just repeating and hammering home these strong, intense messages, and like it would have iconic, like sh- like lightning in the background with like yeah. silhouettes of shades. Yeah, I just feel when you said that, you're like, he, I just feel like uh, Captain um, Ahab or whatever. Yeah. He's like Dick, Dick, Dick. Dick remember, so he did this. Bitch, fucking Dick. He's fucking lightning in the background. He's like Dick. And, like, the visuals he would give you, too. Like, I could see him being so bold. Like, iconic, like, 300 was, or, like, the Dark Knight Returns with the lightning in the background mm-hmm. where he's jumping. That imagery. But with Moby Dick would be fucking awesome. <laughs> like, a totally cute. I would love to see that. Um, next up, I'm going to say, kind of on the eerie side, I could see Joe Hill writing Lord of the Flies. Because yeah. I think he does this cool... He adds a little bit of... His stories are horror to some degree, but they're the horror is, is very subtle in my opinion. Like mm-hmm. there's like a hint of it. Like mm-hmm. Horns has it, but it's more like he, like in Horns, he's like this kid has the ability to just tell people what to do and they do it. But he uses it in the like my friend betrayed me and I'm gonna just make him eat all these drugs mm-hmm. and like start overdosing in front of me and telling me the truth of what he's done and all this. I was like, whoa, like. I could see him like writing these scenes with like the what's the fat kid's name? Do you remember? I know his nickname, Piggy. Piggy, yeah, yeah. And then like showing scenes of like the pig on the the conch, the conch. The conch could be an issue, and be fucking like really dark and dra- it was yeah. already really dark. But Joe Hill adding that extra like tension, and like isn't there uh, a pig head? No. Yes. Yeah, there yeah, is. There okay. Is. Yeah. That, like, I would see him making that really terrifying and, like, whoa. I think that's where the image of Lord of the Fries comes from, right? The big head with yeah, the eyes on yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I would love to see his version of that. Like, just revamp it or something. <laughs> and then my last one, Andy Weir, the writer of The Martian, writing. He does, so what I like about Andy Weir, right from the get-go, I love his dialogue. Yeah. Like, it's, it just, it's it funny. felt so natural and it felt so fun. Like, I, it didn't feel like I was reading a book. It just felt like I was having like listening to someone talk mm-hmm. and read or whatever, read them talk or whatever. And so it just felt so natural. I would love, and the humor was so on point with the book. In the movie, you could see it too, but the book was really a highlight of that. I finished the book in like three days. It was, I've never finished a book so fast. I want to see him write. If I were to pick a cover book, Catch Twenty Two. Because I feel like the humor in that is so good. Yeah. It took me a while to pick it up, like get into the vibe of I it. I never read it, but it's wor- it's it's a good read. <laughs> it took me a while before I started to catch on to the reading, but someone finally told me it's like think of it like Mash, but the book. It's like it's a real war war situation, but they make light of it so much. Like these characters know, are so silly. Slaughterhouse Five. A little bit. Okay. A little bit more on this ridiculous side. Okay. But I would totally see Andy Weir adding that lightheartedness to it, but also giving it the gravity of the situation of what war does to, and what people, why it's so ridiculous to people. It's like, because he wrote it like it's a ridiculous story. It's mm-hmm. like, war is crazy. It's like, you have to be crazy. The people that are crazy enough to do something 
aren't allowed to do it, but the people that aren't crazy enough to do something that don't want to do it are the ones that are candidates for it. And it's like, he would really do good at like, yeah, that's <laughs> and he would really do good at hi- re-highlighting that and like putting his spin on that. I think yeah. like, that'd be cool. So I need to yeah. read that book. It makes me want to read. I want to like write some of these books and be like, this is what he'd do now. And then this is what he'd do. I want to write your whole book. So, all right, Jen, finish this out. All right. So there are many masters in the works of fiction. If you can get trained by only one master, who would it be? This is tough. Okay, so so I didn't realize it was one. <laughs> so oh, that's just one from here. Oh, that's I mean no, no, it's good, it's I, good because I I have one, but I, I it's gonna, an honorable mention. It's gonna be outrageous. I'm gonna do this one, I'm and then the rest it. of them are gonna be honorable mentions. But if you want to start, I don't know if you. Well, it depends on what your pick is because I think I know who you. Picked. Who do you think? Yoda. Damn, that's one of so, my wow. So if it's, it's if one it's, of my final two. Okay. If it's if it's Yoda, I'll pick someone else because there's someone that I also like. I kind of don't want to pick Yoda now because so I narr- I had like twelve or fourteen, uh-huh. and I narrowed it down to six. And from the six, Yoda was one of the final two. Can you guess who the other one is? Please don't say it's Dumbledore. No, that okay. was okay. that was one, <laughs> that was one of the final six. So I'll pick I'll pick Dumbledore. Okay, can you guess who the other one was for you? Can you give us a hint, like video game, TV show, animated? Samurai Jack. I don't know. I never watched. No. No. Any guess? No guess. Okay, I'll go with this one then. Okay, Rafiki. (laughs) Oh Oh, yeah. yeah. I so I want to go kind of go through my process with you guys. Yeah. Can I go through my process a little bit? So I was thinking of like. Every master that I could think of and just mm-hmm. jot him down and then some that I was like, okay. So I had like Miss, Mr. Feeney was one. Oh. Mr. Miyagi, obviously. Morph, Morpheus. Yes. Uh, King Mob, I thought of, but that I immediately scratched down. Like, I wouldn't want him as a... That's too extreme for me. Dumbledore, Obi-Wan, Uncle Iroh, Splinter, Zordon, Tenzin, Rafiki, Mr. White, Gandalf, <laughs> Professor X, and Yoda. Dang. I immediately eliminated the ones that were very like... I'm going to be very hands-off. Or the ones that would be very bad. Mr. White was like, he would end up killing me. <laughs> like, he'd teach me, and so then I'd be like, I hate life, and I hate you. He'll sell you to the Nazis. Yeah. So, but the other ones were like Dumbledore, or um, Miyagi, or Splinter, or Zordon. They would be like, you figure it out on your own. And I'll be like, I told you so. Like, I know they, they teach you and stuff, mm-hmm. and they, they give you that wisdom. But they're very, in my opinion, they've been very hands-off. They're like, mm-hmm. they're always back at base. Mm-hmm. They're not out there with you. So then I started thinking about the ones, then this is where I narrowed it down. So I narrowed it down to Feeney, Dumbledore, Iroh, Rafiki, Gandalf, and Yoda. Because I was like, Gandalf I know is a little bit hands-off, but I feel like he's a bro. He's like, he's a, <laughs> he's a teacher, but he's there with you as a friend as well. At least Gandalf the Grey. Gandalf the White is a little bit more kind of like, hot, and I don't know, he, he changes his mind a little bit. But... Everyone else, I was like, Dumbledore, yeah, he's there at the end, but he does meet up with you throughout the journey and, and just gives you the guidance you need where you, mm-hmm. where you don't find it anywhere else. Yeah. Feeney is a bro. Like, he's like, I would, like he's the best neighbor you could ask. <laughs> oh, another one I should have added was uh, Wilson. <laughs> I feel like Wilson's a good one. He's the neighbor, yeah. Yeah. So, got to that point. But then I was like, I like... That a quirkiness to these guys, so that's where I got to Yoda and Rafiki because there is a quirkiness to them, and they're just sort of like there's a little bit of a riddle to how they do. Yeah. And Rafiki, I don't know, I like him because I'm like, you know what? I know Yoda can fight, but 
I kind of like to not think about episode two and how he does actually fight. <laughs> I like to think about like he teaches me and he's there and he's a master. I feel like at some point he lost touch and he was like, I'm not a good teacher. And that's why he went to Dagobah. He's yeah. like, I shouldn't be teaching or I shouldn't. Because he's like, I, just, I don't know. I didn't see this coming. Sort of. I feel like Rafiki, though, is more like, if you need it, I will fucking throw down with you and go balls to the walls and take down as many hyenas as you need me to take out. While also still giving you the guidance of like, look at yourself, dude. Like, find, like realize what you are, where you came from. He gave real, like, concrete messages of guidance and stuff. I, I don't know. That stuck with me as a kid, and it stuck with me. I'm like, I'd want a guy, like, even if he's just, like, a, a, a baboon, yeah. just, like, chill with me. I loved when he smeared all that shit, like, when he's crafting. <laughs> I don't know. Something about him just stuck with me. So, I'm going Rafiki. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with me, because... So, I didn't choose, like, masters. I chose people that I thought were awesome at fighting... Like that's what I kind of chose, though. That was so my number one. Okay. My number one. This is my my one master I would choose, Jason Bourne. Ooh. Oh damn, Jason Bourne, and that's Matt Damon from the. You Bourne could like Bourne. murder eight people with this microphone. Exactly. <laughs> so that's my number one. Now I'm not gonna go into crazy depth, but my sure. these are all my honorable mentions. Um, I have Achilles from Troy. Oh, okay. Mm. So he was a very good fighter. I they had to like mess him up. Before they could just beat him, um, Tyler Durden, that fool could just take a punch. That's a good, okay. Tyler Durden. Um, Frank Martin, the transporter. Oh, shit. <laughs> that fool, I could learn how to drive and beat the shit out of people. Um, I have Master Roshi. Mm, that's oh, fuck. That was someone in my list. So I could be a no. pervert. King Kai. To, to the utmost. Yeah. <laughs> He's. I feel like both of these. Goku. <laughs> I feel like both of these are terrible teachers. By the way, Master but he's Roshi. so much fun. Exactly. That's it's why. Like I chase like the to... monkey, and like you become so powerful. Yeah. Um, and he's got hookups. He he can talk to the ones that will help you. He's like, I'm not the master that can teach you, but I I can call a guy. He owes me a favor. He's gonna help you out. He'll he'll, he'll take care of you. Uh, Just say he's you master master or King Kai sent you. Here's a coupon. Go. King Kai sent you. So and uh, two, I have two more. I have the bride, Kill Bill. Oh, okay, okay. And then the, not even what about not her master? Wasn't yeah, the, I was gonna pick my, my one of my choice, Pai Mei. Pai Mei. That was a good one. I, I, okay, I but, but, but and then my last one. This one was my number second choice, Mad Dog from the Raid, the freaking boss oh. fight, <laughs> the boss, and the boss fight, Man. undefeated. Dude, Seriously, seriously I, I, I that was such a good fight scene. I would, yeah, I would, I would choose to get trained by Man Dog. But no, <laughs> number one, I was thinking like, dude, Jason Borg probably beat the shit at Man Dog. I go, oh no, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's it's good, I think it'd be a good fight, but I don't know. I kind of give it to Mad Dog. If if okay, if Jason can't run away, like let's say it's the final scene of the raid where it's that room. Mm. And it's like Mad Dog has something Jason wants, and he's he's not leaving. Yeah. I still I think Mad Dog come out on top. So and then, I don't know. And Mad Dog, he's he's no by. Jason would probably come up with the do the same thing the the heroes did, but it took two of them to get to that point. That's true. That's true. Yep. But the captain was a fucking champ. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I think Mad Dog is just someone. But I, I chose Mad Dog is like the Terminator. I feel. <laughs> If okay, maybe if I'm stuck in a situation where it's Mad Dog and Jason Bourne, Mad Dog's probably gonna win. But I feel like Jason Bourne just has a more variety of skills that he How can How many bring. 
thing objects are in the room. That's that that, that will yeah, like, that will play Bourne. in Jason Bourne's exactly. favor. Exactly. Like he'll just and look at like a just like pebble and be like, I can fucking murder you with this pebble. And if you're in a room like with nothing there, Mad Dog's just gonna own everyone. But if if you have it, like Jason Bourne is like the MacGyver of weapons when it comes to. Can I go on Fine. a tangent with Jason Bourne? Because I, I have a theory of Jason Bourne. <laughs> Is that okay with you guys? He's an yeah. android. So, have you guys seen the newest Jason Bourne? No. Have you seen the trailer for it? Yes. 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 You know yes. at the end of the trailer, he's like in this military area and he just like punches a guy? <laughs> okay. So this is my pitch of what that movie should have been. It should have been... We've been seeing this guy, Jason Bourne, this whole time. His story has been whatever the story is. If, if you've watched Jason Bourne, you know his story. Mm-hmm. And this movie, he goes, like, the movie transpires. They're, they're f- trying to find him again. And he's like, you know what? I'm done with this life. Like, whatever happens, happens at the end of this movie. And he's like, I'm changing my whole life. Like, again, like, I know I went in this program. Now I'm going to be a new person. I'm going to go under the code name guile and i want to see him like in these street fights and he's just like sonic boom and it's the beginning to the street fighter cinematic universe oh, wow. and like he's there and then like there's talk of like there's a guy out there who's been causing terrorism his name's bison <laughs> it would be awesome Matt damon just like slightly does up his hair like just lightly like oh, does yeah. the little haircut and then the movie ends, Jean, Jean, and you just go like, Jean Claude Van Damme is in Bison. He's the informant. He's like, <laughs> Jason or Guile, we got some news for you. <laughs> there's a, there's a tournament. Man. There's a tur- and the only way to get to it, and it's like the subtle way to get into this tournament. Mad Dog could be like Dalsim or some shit. <laughs> like well, it's just that army shit. Yeah. So I had to just say that out there. I, <laughs> I have tons of like movie pictures. But none of these guys. Were I like, like I like Bourne though. Yeah, Jason Bourne. I mean, I can see what you're saying though. Like you wanted to, like if I wanted to be taught by someone that I could choose, even if they're not traditionally a t- master, a exactly. teacher, or whatever. If they taught me and put me under their wing. But yeah, my top two were Mad Dog and. Those Jason are some Bourne. fucking lethal top twos. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna first start off with honorable mentions. Okay. Pai Mei from Kill Bill. Okay. The guy with the white beard. That would make it very... Like, imagine every time we go out to eat before a podcast, he made you, like, punch a wall. <laughs> Seriously, like, hit my head. <laughs> but I'll learn to five-finger death touch. Yes. <laughs> that might help you with your Uncharted stream. Uh, <laughs> um, Master Roshi was on my list. Okay. Batman mm. is on my list. I, a, I wasn't going to have him on there, but I was like... I don't know if I'd want Batman as much as I'd want Alfred. I feel like Ooh. Alfred would be a good They one. made Alfred badass, though, now. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like he's a really good father figure for mm-hmm. Bruce as growing up, and he took him in as his own, pretty much. He created Batman, is what I mean, you're telling me. Essentially. Okay. But Batman's a good one, though. Go Ken from Street Fighter. We taught Ryu and Ken, the masters of yeah, Ryu that's and okay. Ken. Did you ever see that uh, Machinima film? Mm-hmm. It was... It was uh, I highly recommend you guys check it out. Um, it's, it's, it's a fan-made film. But they had a high-level production quality to it. And it's pretty much a story of Ryu and Ken being taught. I think this is something I played in the background when we went to the Machinima um, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. At, at and, the like, there's this story behind the scenes of, like, Goken and his old... Like, they, they show some backstory of Akuma and how mm-hmm. he came to be. And, like, it, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure there was a sequel. And I don't know if I saw it, but I've... 
I need, I kind of want to go and check. It was really good. They kind of set up the lore just with those three characters. Yeah. I don't think they expanded past that, but it was really well done. Yeah. So, Mass Explainer was another one. Yeah. That was oh, on the list. Um, always eating pizzas. <laughs> Number three. Yeah. Let's start off. My third place is. How does it go? Like your sword, Jon Snow. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> I fucked it up. Tyrion. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know he's technically not a master, but he had like a squire kind of. Podrick. Podrick yeah. You'd be, you'd be his but Podrick. That guy is. Or you could be his. Yeah, you'd be his Podrick. Okay. That guy has wisdom. Is he the one that was in the flashback who was like, dude, can't fuck him. You can't fuck him up. Huh? Um, Tyrion? No. No. Um, what are you talking about? Was it Tyrion? Tyrion. Peter Dinklage. Is that who you're... A king is not a king. Yeah, that's okay, right. Never mind. I was thinking completely different. Far Cry 5. No, because... Um, who was it? Um, there's that old guy who's... The, the third three-eyed raven? No, 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 no. He's a, he's a sword guy. fighter. He's a sword fighter. He's like the best. Barristan? I, oh, Barristan. Yeah, Sony. Barristan. That's who I was thinking. Uh, okay, never mind. He's smart too, dude. He's, Actually, smart. he's pretty good. He's pretty good. I mean, if we're going to pick Game of Thrones teachers, I'd kind of want either Varys or Littlefinger. Oh. Littlefinger to be fucking master. Scheming motherfuckers. Like, Littlefinger's got Sansa, or Varys has got Dinklage. I think. Or Ned. No, fuck, no, Ned. Ned, <laughs> Ned I mean, he, he, got, he taught John. Like, John yeah, is yeah. the closest thing to, like, the pre- person who retained the most from Ned. So. But, I mean, he kind of learned from his faults, too. Number two. Like, what was it? Oh, number two is Yoda. Okay. Because he's, he's a bro. Yeah. I just like how, like, when you first meet up with him, he's like, when are you going to teach? Show me this Yoda guy. He's just like minding his own business. <laughs> is he cooking or washing dishes? He was, know. no, first he was trying to steal food. <laughs> and him and R2 were like, scuffing. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, hm, he's not very far. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fucking wacky. Like, is this Muppets? <laughs> and number one was mentioned Albus Percival Brian Wolfric Dumbledore fucking motherfucking G <laughs> Albus Dumbledore haven't finished Harry Potter but dude that guy just spits wisdom and you get to learn magic Dang. best of both worlds fast man I can't wait for you to read and watch more Jude Law that's yeah that's the thing they're doing with the I, I feel like that was is that legit no that's not legit the picture okay. no the picture isn't but he's confirmed to be Jude, Jude oh Bob. okay I didn't so, so there's a picture I've seen out there I think it's from Sherlock or it looks like it might have been yeah. I don't know but he is confirmed to be um Albus Albus the thing I don't like is the guy they have for the if you guys have you seen Fantastic Beasts mm-hmm. have you yes at the very end, yeah, he comes out like he should have been. Else. It should have been. Oh, really? They show him. They show someone. Oh, I mean, it's cool. No, they show someone. Okay, it's and they're not, not. You won't. Even. You won't know who it is. Yeah, so okay. I won't say who it is. But okay. when they show the someone, I would have preferred the first one. Really? So backwards, essentially. Because knowing the parent, like the pairing of what it'll be, I don't think what they what it ended up being works as well. As a parent, like it just seems so weird. I think the image he had, I liked him as a villain, but mm. I don't think it's gonna work out in the future because of his <laughs> riddle. <laughs> Tom Riddle. Well, this what? is sort of like what you were talking about, uh, solid state. <laughs> I'm just like, what the? Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like the first one 
and Jude Law would pair well okay. and would play opposite each other really well and have good chemistry. I don't think the other one will have good okay. vibe with okay. him. Hunch. This is just hunch. It could, but not a good... Anyway. Tom Riddle. Tom Riddle. So, it's a good episode. I, this was fun. Get the wheels turning. Team Rocket. Fucking book ideas <laughs> of plenty. Time to become writers, guys. <laughs> Write some books. <laughs> Maybe weekly DLC becomes like a book publisher. There you go. <laughs> so, you, guys, you guys have any book ideas? Just let us know. We'll. we'll uh, yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear other people's ideas. Yeah. Combos. Favorite villains. Give us your favorite villain. No, yeah, your favorite villains and how you think their lives are. Give us who you want to be trained by. Doesn't have to be that one person. Give us your your top five picks. Yeah, pick a school. Be like, I want this guy to be my PE teacher. Dang. Oh, that's a fun one. We should like be like, I Teachers want my school. Yeah, I want this person to be like my chemistry teacher. <laughs> this person, yeah, that'd be science, fun. Mr. White. <laughs> Dang, straight, straight up make that money, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, this was another fun episode. I hope you all enjoyed it uh, as much as we did making it. Uh, you can find our episodes on Monday on various podcasting services: iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. You name it, we're there. Where can they find you guys? I'm at the Fulio. I'm at Glass Bosses. And I'm at Kudro Prime. You can find us at the Weekly DLC on various social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And we have an email in case you want to ask us any questions at asktheweeklydlc at gmail.com. Thank you again. Um, guys, it's been a pleasure. As always. As always. We, fans, we will DLC you later.